0: Let's get sweaty in here. Is that your tagline? <laughs> that is my tagline. Yes. <laughs> that's your. That's right before you do your wrestling move. <laughs> Let's get ready to sweaty. <laughs> Let's get ready to sweaty. <laughs> Love it. Seven days to play. Welcome to Seven Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I am Sam, and I'm Edwin.
1: Each week, we challenge one another to play a new mobile game. Mobile game and. This week, it fell to me, I chose
0: Necrobarista. Necrobarista. Yeah, from Route 59. I like the name Necrobarista. I feel like it it automatically gives me like this, you know, uh, kind of, it sounds like an indie game, doesn't it? It sounds so much like an indie game. Yes. Same qualities as like Dead Cells uh kind of like spelunky you know mm-hmm. it's like a, a mishmash of words that that yes. automatically invokes like a pretty good vibe of what this game might be
1: yes yep uh if you do any kind of millennial service it has to be a portmanteau and so <laughs> right. necromancy and barista actually barista just a word yes i'm gonna give him credit for this name not bad necrobarista is a 2020 and we will call it a visual novel video game, developed by Australian studio
0: Route 59.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. Available now on a bunch of platforms, and I
0: think it's coming later to Switch and PlayStation. Right. So it is available on Steam. I have seen some of the, uh, the game placements for it on my PC, my mm-hmm. personal computer. And uh, surprised to see that it was also available on Apple Arcade, But which I knew because you recommended it last week.
1: But, you know, I'm just ahead of the game with all the news. I think I even got a little push alert from Apple Arcade. Right, me so, too. Right, so that they're, 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 they're friendly with Apple. They're getting some, uh, some marketing dollars
0: behind this. Necrobarista is now available in Apple Arcade. Check it out, Sam.
1: Which I is funny because Sam. I'm like, yeah, no, sh- I,
0: bought- I have it. <laughs> I know, I downloaded it. It is on my, is on my phone. <laughs> yes, I think this is when tech and products don't really talk to each other. Like, you mentioned visual novel. Mm-hmm. Visual novel video game. Visual, uh, N, uh, V, V, N, V, G. And I'm trying to think, uh, have we, we played a visual novel before? There must have been an example of us playing some sort of visual novel game. Well, you got a bunch spring to mind, but I think this is certainly the most
1: visual novel visual novely. Visually a <laughs> novel The most vundvig as I call it, uh, because there are really is very little interaction, even if we go back to such classics as, planking um, on the name, the, the cello, the Doofus Cello Boyfriend, as I call it. What's, oh, what's uh, Florence. Florence, our favorite game, Florence. <laughs> doofus Cello Boyfriend. Yeah, even <laughs> that, that I had a bunch of little mini games uh, around um, the alien one called Return of Zero, had oh, right. um, puzzle had
0: actual puzzle elements. Right? Yeah,
1: had a bunch of little sort of essentially mini games within the
0: main narrative, and a lot of it was spent walking around as right. well. Maybe maybe the closest one is going to be like Dream Daddy, which mm. you know was more, but that even that had like uh, you know multiple answers that you can give. Right there was yes. still like a gameplay element of like where you had to choose what you wanted to say to a certain character.
1: Yes, so the, this is Vinvig. Is very mm-hmm. much in the form of a novel. In that, as a as a consumer, you're not doing a whole bunch. You are just there, yeah. kind of consuming, um, endlessly tapping to move to the next uh, next line or half line. The the decision to split sentences into thirds or like they seemed the 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 splitting on words was strange. I think in
0: some of the presentations, mm-hmm. but
1: essentially you are there reading, reading and tapping,
0: watching tapping and, and listening, reading, watching. Yeah, Well, the listening, not so much because it it wasn't actually voiced or anything. No, it wasn't voiced, which I actually approve of,
1: I think, for me anyway. Mm. I was like, that's good. You can sort of lend your own voice to it. And then there's some
0: music, which
1: I thought was actually pretty good. Right. Um, A little bit dark. A little bit jazz. Mm -hmm. A little bit like dark jazz. The
0: music was definitely of good quality. I feel like they focused on it. Um, Yes. And it felt original. It felt like it didn't feel like they just ripped it off of like some... Kevin MacLeod site, <laughs> royalty free music. Right, that's true. So this felt like a very much of a, a Sam game.
1: Sam mm-hmm. a Sam game. I'm now defining as heavy <laughs> on the story and the visuals. Uh, usually a little bit more immersive, and not so much pick up and play. Mm. So I thought this does have a Sam game written all over it. Sam, how did you get on with this?
0: Vindvig. V- 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 I think so if this wasn't if we didn't play this on a mobile device I feel like I might have liked it a bit better but, mm, Please expand on that because <laughs> I think we need to really cater to what what platform or like even what surface um you know certain certain services are on right like yeah. Apple Arcade is very much a mobile service. Sure, it has its like iPad and Apple TV counterparts. Um, and I think this is the benefit of uh, Apple Arcade is that you can download games on either of those platforms and play it effectively. But by and large, I do feel like most users will take advantage of Apple Arcade on their mobile phone, right? Yes. And uh, I think this game is really meant as either a console game or like a PC game where your aim is really to sit down and spend at least 30 minutes with it at a time mm-hmm. or even even more than like 10, 20 minutes, right? And I think on a mobile device, the, the expectancy, at least for now, is that you have only, you know, like five to 10 minutes is probably the most that you're going to get out of a single session. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like it was very difficult to do that with this game and to find meaning and purpose for me to continue on forward. Especially per session. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like if this was on another platform and we intended like, you know, I can see myself really sitting down to to play uh, or like enjoy this game or enjoy this visual novel (laughs) on another platform.
1: This this, this
0: VinVig. Yes. This VinVig. Yeah. But me on the phone, uh, looking at it, tapping through it, it just didn't work um as uh as a pleasurable experience even though there were like qualities of it that you know that you rightly so <laughs> would think that i would like like i think this concept of like the necro barista right so and i think like maybe maybe you should explain the story a little bit should we do the the description is there like a description on the apple arcade oh well i'm glad you asked i do have it right here
1: In a back alley Melbourne cafe, the dead are granted one last night to mingle with the living. For Maddie Zhao, barista, amateur necromancer, and new owner of the terminal, which I think is the name of the cafe, things couldn't be better, as long as you're not reminding her of the fact that she's got an enforcer from the notoriously uncompromising Council of Death breathing down her neck. That's all you get. Okay. That's it.
0: Yeah. Um and yeah, this is this is I, I guess like from from the session that I've played with it, it does seem like you are kind of represented by this Maddie character, right? But because the presentation is more like a visual comic, you know, you're not in like this first person view. Like I mean, there was like this one aspect of my play session where you had to walk to the cafe, right? So, this
1: is like mild spoilers for the opening 15 minutes, I guess. Um, but yeah, that, because I think for that, that put me in the mind that, oh, wait, I'm visiting the cafe. I am not right. Maddie. Right. But then, then, as you say, kind of pans to like a third person, you're just really the spectator and not a participant.
0: Yeah. And so I I think from that, like framing, it was also weird because like this beginning had this like long introduction of a bunch of what I assume are like necrobaristas, right? They are like uh, people who are like Maddie, Mm. Uh, Maddie being one of them, like having this conversation about, you know, I don't know if it's more in the future, if more in the past, you know, there's some sort of conflict happening on like, you know, what should we do about this? Like, what are the next steps? what do we call ourselves or what is this thing that we're doing right and so that intrigue was kind of nice and and like you know there was like really good music playing in terms of intrigue there was like interesting conversations happening uh so i think by and large like that part kind of worked for me and then Mm -hmm. it has really nice graphics of introducing the main title Uh, or actually it just says the word necromancy, right? Because they're like, what do we call this thing that we're doing and it's necromancy.
1: Necromancy, ding, ding, ding. ding.
0: Yes. Right. It's like when they say the name of a film in a film. Right. And then they're like all these words that sort of, you know, go all over the word necromancy and it sort of pans out into this, like first person portion of the game.
1: Yeah, I think they use a WordPress word cloud plugin to generate (laughs) that.
0: (laughs) And then that's where like the part where you actually have control and I'm like, okay, so... I guess like this is the part of the game. And so I was kind of looking forward to it because I finally had agency over this like character that I'm controlling. But mm-hmm. then it as soon as you get to like the cafe which takes maybe like 5 seconds.
1: Well, depending then... on how skilled you are in the game.
0: <laughs> yeah, the controls were a little janky. Like it felt either too sensitive or like not sensitive at all.
1: Yeah, so the, the sort of menu sign that's standing out in the street is sort of illuminated and you're like, okay, right, I need to interact with this. But it was, I can't remember exactly what happened, but you tap on it, it sort of has like menu of the day, and then mm-hmm. there's like a sort of a wheel pops up and says something like deal or use, and you have to tap that in order to use a skull to get in. Is that how I'm kind of right? that? I mean, yeah. That was just really confusing because at first I thought, oh, this isn't interactable or like, oh, I just watch it. I have to go do something else. So I had right. walked down to the end, of the end of the corridor. I was like, oh, nothing's there. Okay, maybe I did miss something on this menu because there's nothing that else like confusing. highlighting. So I went there and then like I was like, oh, wait, hang on, there's this wheel thing.
0: And then I tapped that. I feel exactly what happened. And I was, then I was in, I was like, oh, right. Okay. And then you're inside you're inside <laughs> yes. this this cafe or like whatever the place is. And yeah. then there's one thing that's kind of highlighted that you're supposed to tap on, Right. You know, when you tap on it, it's like this little menu, this little dialogue, but you're, like, looking at it. uh, And it says continue, yes or no. Hmm. Oh, it does, doesn't it? Did you press no? I, I yes, I pressed yes, but. Yeah, I I felt like that was a little confusing. Like, you know, it's kind of like, don't you want to save your file? And it's like, no and cancel, right? It's like, (laughs) (laughs) you're not really sure. What am I continuing? Like, is this, did it end? Like. Is this about to start? You know, I, I felt like as, as a UX designer, I was perplexed. <laughs> like, I just started. Of course, I want to continue. <laughs> um, yeah, but like, then it continues, and then you get back into like this third person visual novel style, uh, which is, I think, presented really well. Like, you are kind of, uh, it's kind of like 3D characters that are cell shaded very really nicely. You know, these 3D characters are modeled very nicely, kind of has, like, an anime vibe to it. Um, and they're posed uh, with every still, and then, like, the words are going over it. But then every once in a while, like, there'd just be, like, enough motion in the characters to note, like, what, you know, what they're trying to emote.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and, yeah, yeah. it's just, like, reading through dialogue uh, again and again.
1: Yeah, I think they... I think the tapping on the screen right i feel like i wanted to get one of those little pecking birds that were just you know that little pecking bird toy <laughs> <laughs> the the temperature pecking bird yeah i could just put my phone underneath and it could just tap automatically for me because i think they need to strike the balance between some interaction and the fact that i can read more than two-thirds of a sentence at a time exactly
0: and i think this is where like a voiceover would have helped right because at least a voiceover can then time automatically went to proceed to the next screen, right?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of glad there wasn't a voice personally, but yes, as a a preference. But yeah, I think there still is a room for improvement on how the text is delivered. Yeah, I uh, agree. To my eyes without, you know, with some interaction, like sure, I understand you need to keep the the reader, you need to keep the reader engaged. Uh, That's
0: probably, okay, you're tapping, but um. Yeah, it just felt like too much tapping. And yeah, it didn't feel like it was like a smart type of tapping as well. Normally in games that have a lot of text, like if you kind of tap it, it fills in the rest of the text so you can read it quickly, right? Though so it doesn't do the animation of like popping in and like a, a word at a time. Mm, right. And then so the first tap will fill in the rest of the text for that section and then the next tap will proceed you to the next person, right? Something like that. But I feel like this, once you tapped it, it just went to the next person without it really finishing what that first person was saying. So I felt like you had to wait until the thing was done and then tap it mm-hmm. in order for you to proceed, which to me maybe that's the game, Edwin. Maybe that was the game. You have to tap it at the right times. The game was Where the friends we made along the way.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Shall we get to the three by threes? Let's get to the three by threes, Edwin. I really wanted to like this game. I bet um, you would. I thought you would. I was like, "Oh, this has Sam Beats written all over it." It is. It is. A click bait the for sound, Sam. Sam <laughs> to gobble it up. <laughs> and the name, the presentation, the early presentation—it was just real good intrigue, high quality aspect of it. There was obviously lots of love and care put into this game to have it. You know, this look of polish that was presented on it. Yeah. Um, even the name necrobarista hell that sounds really cool uh and i don't know i feel like if you if you're into visual novels this might be the good thing for you uh if you're into reading comics uh graphic novels mm-hmm. you know maybe this this one will be up your alley i think the setup of it and the um the the concepts uh
1: being that's You know, the dead have twenty four hours in this cafe. Mm. um, Which (laughs) they even, I think, directly addressed in the dialogue. That oh, that sounds like a good plot for a detective novel, and then that gets shut down very quickly. (laughs) But it does sound like a good plot for a detective novel. Who killed me? I have twenty four hours. I I mean, I would play that game. That sounds kind of fun. (laughs) Um, I, despite my my dislike of previous uh, visual novels that we've kind of looked at, I was kind of into this one. As you say, there's, uh, uh, yeah, the concepts,
0: the look of it, uh, yeah, I was kind of into it. Yeah, I think there's like this really good slow drip quality in the uh-huh. story that was happening, which is how right? I like my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> that if you're if you're into more of uh a stories that kind of you know really opens up as you read more of it, like I think. You might want to check this out because I think the presentation is great. If you can understand that this is going to be a different experience and not really a game, maybe this one is for you as well.
1: Yeah. One thing I loved, explicit manual saving.
0: You Mm. can press that
1: pause button and then boom, you've got three save slots right there. There's no fancy auto save or hidden away from you. You can stop, pause, save the space. You know it's done. Two thumbs
0: up for that because I missed that. Let's get to the to the bad points. Um, yeah, I think the biggest thing here for me was that there was actually no gameplay. Um, yeah. Having having it in Apple Arcade, uh, I think should require mm. some elements that this is a game. But from my time with it, I it was hard for me to get to a gameplay aspect
1: should we retitle this podcast seven days to read
0: <laughs> seven but, days to watch
1: right because it's i mean i really like the idea of exploring that middle ground mm-hmm. between tv game and book or novel right but you are right the fact that it's in apple arcades kind of has some expectations that it is probably more in the game side of things whereas
0: yep. uh, yeah i think it's just a difficult pitch which is which is really which is why like I think games like Florence and games like Assemble with Care kind of worked for me right because by and large like they share the same principle of like it's telling this story right it's telling like a uh, like a visual graphic uh, a graphic novel type story but yeah. in the middle of it as simple as like the mechanics might be there's still enough in there to make it still feel like a game and there's it's kind of expected of it
1: yeah yeah. Uh, I think the, yeah, there's too much tapping. I would like to see a, uh, a different way to deliver text on screen. Um, Maybe just fewer taps, just put the full paragraph on the screen Mm. uh, rather than the sort of slow slow drip. drip. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Because you do notice there's a lot of tapping. Yep. And then you can't stop
0: noticing and that takes you out of, out of the experience. Yeah, Um, and yeah, like it just from from a mobile perspective, it just didn't seem like the the controls were really there when you did have the controls. I only had very little moments of when I was actually doing like this first person control of the character to get to to get to the spot. Um, Probably the only real moment where it felt like a game. Um, I thought there would be more of it during my time with it, but there wasn't. Uh, But it seemed even with that, like it was just an awkward. Uh, control scheme and with like the menus that seemed a little bit uh, confusing uh, the moments where I was actually playing it like a game was confusing and not like a game <laughs> <laughs> Sam what is your final seven day rating for Necrobarista a two day for me wow a two yeah I tried like I really I think during those two days I played it pretty significant I, I played it for more than 10 minutes for each period which i think for other games that is quite a bit more normally like I, I can get a game in and it's like a five minute session game
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah uh, oh, sam with, i think you're turning into me are we I Are we
1: reversing roles we might be <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: i'll let you know once i start developing a british accent <laughs> <laughs> i need my marmite
1: <laughs> oh sam i just ran out of marmite this is very oh, sad no yeah uh they, the local grocery store does have the smallest size marmite jars for eight dollars but that's mm,
0: yeah and you know you can always get lot. it from amazon but i don't know if you want to get marmite from amazon
1: well mm, i should investigate <laughs> i'll have to investigate this
0: you can get the xl marmite from amazon as well
1: Oh, I was using the Exo Marmite, but I think that is, to me, it tasted the same. I do yeah. not detect a difference. It's, but the label is so nice. It is a nice label. Do I pay a
0: little bit extra for a new label? I mean, maybe. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Edwin, what is your seven-day rating of Necrobarista? For me, I
1: am going to give, I'm going to a three, actually, just to one-up you, uh, because okay. I I feel like I liked it a little bit more than you. Hmm. Uh, I think this. I like the premise. I I do like the opening of the story. Um, I just wish they had found a way to deliver either. it, I think they either need to lean more into the novel side or the game side. And this kind of in the middle thing didn't, didn't quite land for me. Yeah. But if you have Apple Arcade, absolutely check it out because um, it's, it's, it's beautiful,
0: delightful story. Great presentation. Yeah, yeah, I wish that I can almost maybe maybe I'll watch like a YouTube video on it, but that wouldn't be supporting this game. So I'm conflicted. It is now my turn, Edwin, to suggest the game. Yep, Sam, that is how this show works. It is, right. It's like first you do it and then I do it. Right. And then you do it. Yeah. And then I do it. Correct. And I then think- I do it. Yeah, right. Okay. Um and So then you do it. Edwin. And then I do it, right? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I almost I almost missed that. Uh, (laughs) Edwin. Yes. There's a new game by Zach Gage.
1: Oh boy. He is obviously finding his quarantine times uh, productive in a way that I
0: am not. First, it was Spell Tower Plus, which was our latest Zach Gage game. Mm -hmm. He has come out with another one. So I am going to recommend it. Uh, Edwin. Mm Edwin. You have seven days to play. Good Sudoku by Zach Gage. The tagline is Sudoku, Sudoku. that loves you. Sam, <laughs> have you played much uh, Sudoku in your time? I actually have. One of my favorite games on the. I believe it was on the 3DS when the 3DS came out. Yeah. Was their implementation of Sudoku on the Brain Age game. There was like this Brain particular game called i think it was like Brain Age
1: okay
0: um and it gave you like little you know things to to make your mind sharp you know like memory puzzles logic puzzles all that kind of stuff like math problems yeah i wonder if that actually works um i think it's a myth but mm. it still makes you feel good okay. right yeah. <laughs> much like vegetables much like vegetables <laughs> i think fruits are you're better off eating fruits than vegetables <laughs> Um, but yeah, like they had this really good Sudoku implementation where because the the 3DS came with a stylus and then there's like a separate touchscreen, uh, it really worked. Um, and I think uh, this game it might it might surprise us because you know Zach Gage always likes to take these games and put his spin on it. Uh, that really benefits both the player and the game, mm-hmm. like we've seen with this version of chess, with this version of solitaire. Um, so I'm looking forward to finding out like what things he've do- he's done to the mm. game of Sudoku. Are you familiar with Sudoku? Yep, I am.
1: Yeah, there was a craze ooh, What, five, ten years ago? Right.
0: I'd say almost like 15 years ago, right?
1: You have a grid divided into three three by three squares. So I guess it's a nine by nine grid. Mm-hmm. Each three by three square needs to have all the digits from one to nine in it. And then, but at the same time, all rows and columns also have to have one to nine in them. Is that 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 is correct.
0: Okay. That is correct. Yeah. Uh, I remember I was in, I was in England when the Sudoku craze was going on. And I remember I was in the Northern part of England and they, I love the way that they said Sudoku in a way that I know that they were saying Sudoku, but it didn't sound like Sudoku at all. Hmm. Uh, Sudoku. yeah it was a treat okay
1: so, <laughs> well now i'm questioning my own pronunciation of it sudoku Suda, sudoku i mean we do love to mispronounce sudoku Sudoc- yeah it was, it was odd but I was Sod- tickled. Uh, yeah. So, so, yeah it was I like sudoku, it- something <laughs> like that <laughs> uh, right. that is our nope and before we go it's time for things of the week sam i'm gonna go first because what the hey uh so this person had a thing of the week has been featured in Thing of the Week before, mm-hmm. but now they are back for their second thing. Their first yes. thing was picked by Sam Quest, the role playing game for everyone. That's right. Uh, which is Chris Plant. Uh, he has launched. Well, Chris Plant is the currently the editor in chief of Polygon, um, but generally a interesting games journalist. He has launched Post Game, a email newsletter that is kind of focused on video game news, but with a twist of it kind of being for everyone and trying to get out of this sort of... Sometimes it feels like the video game world is quite insular and difficult for folks to get into.
0: Oh, it's horrible.
1: (laughs) Uh, So here uh, he's trying to make it a little bit more accessible.
0: Keep up with video game culture without braving toxic forums,
1: reactive Twitter eggs, and venomous hot takes.
0: Yeah, which I really appreciate because by and large I think the the gaming... Slash quote unquote gamers are horrible in most social media and content mm-hmm. platforms. Um, so I'm I'm really glad that someone like Chris Plant is making something like this because uh, we need more of this. We need more mm-hmm. uh, di- really different ways to to view games and understand games in ways that you know to really bring out like what we love about games.
1: Yeah, and hopefully we're doing our tiny
0: parts with this little show of ours yeah I would like to think so if if not please please let us know because I'm curious how can we make this beneficial for you dear listener so have you read uh, post game?
1: I have there has been one episode <laughs> episode there's been one uh, email one what do they call it newsletter thank you yeah one um, issue
0: mm. one issue out is, already issue
1: <laughs> is is you oh, I remember I had a, I had a uh, a grade school teacher who has called it Tissue. Oh, no. Tissue, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was delightful. It's kind of uh, more of a kind of a, a setup, mm-hmm. um, but it does find you a, f- a free game of the week, um, which is interesting, and they kind of goes through three games you should play as well,
0: mm-hmm. including Death Stranding. Oh, Death Stranding. That is a great one. Yeah. So is, uh, they also recommend Desperados 3. Which is also very good, but also it requires a PC to play. Yeah, so we should say this is this is not just mobile games. This is mostly uh, desktop and
1: PC games, mm-hmm. and maybe console yep. too.
0: Um, yeah, I I've already subscribed to Postgame and looking forward to more content from Chris Plant. Uh, my thing of the week is uh, Netflix because I've been watching a lot of Netflix. You have Sam. I have. I've taken the plunge into, like, a lot of stuff. And previously, my Netflix recommendation was a silly, silly little movie called <laughs> Eurovision. Oh, boy. <laughs> Have you watched it, Edwin? Uh, no.
1: <laughs> Unfortunately, Matthew has seen the thumbnail in,
0: in, in Netflix and has expressed, maybe not interest, but curiosity. It's actually, it's going to surprise you. I will say it's just, you know... Mm-hmm. One of those things that if you turn on and kind of mindlessly watch, it's just entertaining. It's a great yes. airplane movie, if you want Oh, that's true. Sadly, no one will be getting on an airplane before 2022, but yes. But have fun. Pretend like you're on an airplane, <laughs> you know? Sit in cramped little chairs next to each other, put a little tray of peanuts in front of you and... <laughs> and blast white noise at 200 decibels. And then cry as you watch this movie. <laughs> so my recommendation for this week uh, from Netflix is... The old guard. Old guard. Is the that the Charlie's Theron? It is. Ah. It is with Charlie's Theron. It is, which I didn't know, is actually based on a comic or a graphic novel mm. of the same name. Um, I actually didn't know the premise of it going in, and I think that's pretty much why I enjoyed it. Uh, I think if you just go in without really understanding the premise, they do a pretty good job of. introducing you to these characters in a fun entertaining way but again this is not a groundbreaking movie Mm -hmm. it's just a very entertaining movie uh that i feel like charlize theron is pretty invested in so i felt like she was her being really excited about it made me really excited about it
1: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i feel like netflix has a whole genre of movies they make called it's better if you don't know the (laughs) You know anything about it going in
0: <laughs> yeah but then after i watched it i was thinking oh if they actually did like a lot of marketing and pr around it i feel like they could have really sold this and made it a bigger thing because i feel a lot of people would actually enjoy this but all yeah right. there mm. it is all right well as always maybe i'll check it out <laughs> <But> no promises <laughs> okay and that's our show. Uh, if you would like to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, we are there at Seven Days to Play. And if you need to be reminded about what games we're playing for the next
1: seven days, that is Good Sudoku. <laughs> Good Sudoku. I need to be reminded as well. Thank you, Sam. If you want to listen to us on Spotify, you can at Seven Days to Play.
0: Seven Days to Play. Seven Days to Play.